We all have heard horror stories of how a remodel nearly tore a couple apart, as well as how impactful our environment can be on our state of well-being. Remodels don't have to end in divorce, and we can reflect our true selves in our environment with the right approach. Welcome to Psychotecture. My name is Rachel Melvald, and I'm a psychotherapist and designer. Psychotecture was developed as a methodological approach to ease issues that come up in design challenges, as well as a philosophy on how our environment can reflect our highest selves. Each week, I will interview an expert in the field of design and psychology to shed light on design challenges. I will also have a special series called The Psychotech is In, where I can offer help to those in design intervention need. If you're enjoying this Psychotech is in, please subscribe to my podcast, as well as follow me on social media at Rachel Melvald. And if you are a client, couple, or designer architect having a design challenge, please feel free to email me at my website, psychotecture.com, or rachel at psychotecture.com. Welcome to the Psychotech is in. So welcome back to the Psychotect is in. It's been a minute. I have to share, and, and Kevin and I were talking this before the interview started, that I am now working as a real estate agent. So I have expanded the Psychotecture services to design prescriptions, coaching, as well as I can do real estate and I'm combining all these aspects of design and psychology and, and supporting the home and living process. So without further ado, I wanted to explain why I took a hiatus, but I always like to relaunch with my partner in crime, Kevin Garnier, contractor extraordinaire. And we are going to talk about ADUs because it's such a hot real estate and remodel topic. So we're going to get the 411 here. So let us introduce our guest, Kevin. Welcome. Well, I'm so happy to be here. Everything but the Tonight Show Orchestra playing me in. I'm just <laughs> thrilled to death to, <laughs> to have our friendship, professional and otherwise. And, and it's always a pleasure to talk with you because I, I, I honestly leave our conversations motivated to do better. Great. Just, well, just that's because. how we should leave all relationships is feeling better and motivated. And yes. that's, that's a good sign. So yeah, tell me, Kevin, it, even before we get into ADU talk, you are working with a lot of projects right now. So give us an update on projects and where you're at. Well, well as I've said on other podcasts of yours that I've been on, one of my clients is a rapper, actor, Ludacris. And we're about to start remodeling one of his homes in Atlanta. It's 15,000 square feet. And we're going to do major renovations for that. So I'll be flying from LA to Atlanta just to oversee this. And through him, he introduced me to a gentleman by the name of Will Packer. Will Packer is, he most recently just produced the Academy Award shows. So we just remodeled his house here in Los Angeles. And so it's, it's very funny. I'm um, not Hollywood, but I'm, I'm around all these Hollywood types. And, you know, I, I am very happy to be there. And uh, we're, I, I'll say this, we're friendly, but we're not friends. You know, it's a professional relationship where you sometimes have friendly or friend type exchanges 
But Rachel, at the end of the day, I'm still the help and I'm still happy to be there. Yeah. So, uh, well, it is- sounds like a great, like you're saying, you have healthy boundaries with your clients and some I, of them I do. Being- you, you have to, they, you know, you have to train people. It's you really do. You have to train people and, and you're not formally like, like a dog, you know, sit, beg, stand up or whatever, but you have to let them know, you know, this is what I do for a living, but I don't do this every day on the weekends is it's exclusively for my family. You know, unless your house is burning down and I started the fire, please don't call me. I don't That's care great. What. Well, we talk about that with all design, contractor, architects, realtors to to establish those healthy working hours really yes. can, you know, maintain a healthier relationship with your client. So speaking of, so with Ludacris, tell me what is this house in Atlanta? Is this a new build? No, no. It, it's sitting on 22 acres. So it's quite expansive. When you first pull up to the the compound, if you will, it's about a quarter of a mile before you see the main house. So you're driving through these forests and it's pretty cool. And then the first thing you see is this lake with this huge fountain in it. And then you see a fountain in front of the house. And, and it's it's pretty big, but it hasn't been maintained you know every a lot of people who don't have big homes think that oh it must be the life but it's very expensive to keep those homes up and his house has not been maintained so we have to go in there and do quite a bit of work before we can even make it look pretty again and Um, so this is and that was the same case of the hollywood hills home that that's exact oh god such a great memory that was the same case as the hollywood hill home we you know, new piping, lots of electrical. I, I finally have had a, a month away from the Hollywood Hills home and, and everything is working the way it should. So so uh, that home is now up and running. You've it, it is up and running. There's always going to be some issues there because hillside properties with this being Southern California and the ground always shifting, you know, there's going to be cracks. There's going to be something. Most recently, though, he had almost burglary. So we had to go up there and put these new type of security screens on where they're somewhat invisible. And, and you got to do a lot of work to take them off. So we had to do that. And this just always something. Always something in home always repair. <laughs> and especially now with like, do you find just this is an off topic, but is there more security concerns do you find now in the houses yes. you're working with? Yes. Okay. Such 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 an appropriate question because you know the crime is up in LA for whatever reason, whether it's COVID, whether it's just criminals doing their thing, whether it's uh, the DA, I have no idea why it's up, but it is. There are lots of follow home robberies. I mean, Melrose Boulevard has been plagued with the horrible stuff. The the decent people of Beverly Hills can't even sit down at a restaurant without somebody taking their Rolex watch, of which I don't own any. But the the, the point is. Right. But with homes, are you seeing it, you know, just in terms of, yes, that people are calling you, clients are calling you. They're calling me because they, they want the security that other people have and, and they, they, you know, they want to feel secure as you should in your home. So safety um, first, right? Yeah. So, so they're we, calling you to install what you were describing at Ludacris's yeah. house is yeah. these screens. And, and yeah. maybe this is a whole nother podcast. Yeah, it is. Right? But these, are, these are great. I have to say, because they're virtually invisible, but you have to have some real contractor tools that make a lot of noise to take these things off. 
So okay. they don't look like they don't look like bars that make you feel like you're in prison. Right. And so let's actually, I think we're going to table that for another podcast, which would Absolutely. be great is to learn more about safety, arming our home and, and just all the aspects that are involved in that topic sure. now, I, yeah. because it's, you know, really going to be helpful. Yeah, that, that's, how that's, you- that's, that's, yeah, we could talk all day about that because I've learned a lot myself. Great. Okay. So from now, and we'll also want to update on the ludicrous house and hopefully we can maybe even get him on the show or he might need some psychotecture intervention support. Chris and his wife could use it. God bless him, but they could use it because, you know, they're so comfortable around me that they argue a lot about the design process and they have their own designer who, you know, I'm not really impressed with, but I'm not at liberty to even though I've known them for quite some time now, I'm not at liberty to suggest someone like yourself to come in and take over because the designer happens to be a friend. And I think therein lies the problem. Well, that can be the the boundaries of yeah. how friends work with clients in the design world. Yeah. And, and I, just and a I little know. plug in though, in yeah. psychotecture services, we don't always need to take over the design job. We can be the designers and the project managers, but we can also go in as just intervention support between the designer, contractor, and client so that the process does work out smoother in terms of communication. I assess the variables that are important for the psychology of the home. So it can be more of a consultant position too. So I just always I guess, am trying to plug yeah. that in. I guess my point is they need both though, because the designs they're coming up with are horrible too. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, okay, this is your house and you're, you're going to spend half a million dollars. You better make sure you know, you love this, not like it, but you love this. That's right. Well, you know, these dynamics better than anybody. And you are such a strong foundation of these teams. That's why I like working with you. And so now, since we've got a great foray into your projects that you are really, you know, working continuously on with very exciting clients. Let's move into the topic of ADU. You know, we've been seeing so many of the different zoning and law changes and, and this is a way to increase, you know, ability to house, but you know, to kind of get like a, just a breakdown as to what AD, an ADU accessory dwelling unit is and how, how you how you work with them. Well, you know, ADUs, granny flats, mother-in-law houses, uh, all one and the same. They've, they've, they've been around for a while, but as you so appropriately put it, a lot of the regulations have been loosened because they're trying to do something to solve the housing crisis, particularly when it comes to low-cost housing. Will it? Probably not. You know, <laughs> this, is, this is LA and with a home in the hood selling for $800,000, I don't think anybody's going to put up an ADU and rent it out a uh, low cost, but neither here nor there. This is not about politics. This is about ADUs. They are, they're, they're a win, win, win situation for a homeowner because you add value to your house and also a uh, passive income that, that, that you could use, you know, you're not really, you put it up and you charge whatever the market will give you for rent. 
and you go about you you go about and do your thing. The the laws have been loosened up where where they just make it easier for you to put up an ADU. An ADU is you know it's like a fixed up garage with a bathroom, a sink, its own heating system, and it's a little house that somebody can live in, and they can be attached to the house or detached like a garage. And of yes. course, some, some garages are attached to the house. So that would be an attached ADU. They can be as small as I think 400 square feet and as large as 1200 square feet. So you have a wide range of things from which to choose. And for the city of Los Angeles, you don't even need an architect now because they have a whole lot. If you go to their LADBS website, Building and Safety's website, they have just a ton of pre-approved standard plans that you can use to construct your ADU. So that saves you time and money because the city has already approved them. So you don't have to go through the normal processes of getting your plans approved and then having the inspectors going, wait, we need you to correct this on, on the plans. So they made it easy. The only thing that they haven't made easy is the expense of building one. Huh. Tell us more about that. Well, the ex first of all, the permits between plans and permits, before you even cut a piece of wood and hammer in one nail, you're going to probably be out of the pocket, I'm going to say easily $10,000. Okay. No, no getting around that. $10,000 because... There are so many fees associated with, with this type of construction, new construction, or even remodel. So basically, uh, don't get involved in building your ADU, whether it's attached or unattached, without a budget of 10 grand. Well, yes, but now let me give you a, a good part about that, because there are grants out there in specific to California, and maybe specific to Los Angeles, that will give you up to $25,000 of the startup costs. Oh. So it, uh, it, I don't have the information off the top of my head, but if someone, one of your listeners would just Google ADU grant, it'll pop up, apply for the grant, give them your story. And it's not hard to get, as I understand. And that's and great. You got 25K to start off your project and that's, or up to 25K. So you, you have to come out of your pocket first and then they give you the money back. But nonetheless, you know, that's, that's, that's that, a great tip. That's, and what that's, a, that's, a, that's a great thing. Thank the city you. used to give up to $70,000 to build an ADU, but that money was exhausted probably three months after the program came out. Okay. So they already exhausted so, that fund. Yeah, and so, that was to promote increased housing. Exactly. Okay. So in terms of expenses after your initial, let's say 10 to $15,000, then if we were to put a price tag on how much it's going to cost to build this ADU on the low end, $200 a square foot. Okay. And up. And I've, I've seen them as high as eight, 900 a square foot, depending on where you're building. And depending on what the design scheme is, you know this better than anybody, design determines budget. Right. 
And so, but we'll say a basic ADU, a box with walls that's nice without furnishing 200 square foot. You got what? Let's say you've got, um, what are we about to start an ADU? How big is this going to be? Are you Um, starting one now? We're going to start one now. She has an interesting situation because there are a lot of pre-existing or uh, now they're called illegal ADUs, you know, that people had done throughout the years. And not only does she want us to get her current ADU legalized, but she also wants to build another one on the property. I met with my engineer yesterday over there, and we actually think the city's going to make her tear it down because it's, it's, there are poorly constructed walls. You know, for you to get an ADU grandfathered in, as they call it, to, to get it passed, everything has to meet current code. And if this was built 20 years ago, with someone who didn't pull a permit, odds are they didn't know the code back then. And so it's not going to be constructed properly. And already we we see we saw problems with the foundation. We saw problems with the insulation or lack of it. We saw problems with uh, a lot of stuff. It looked nice, but, you know, nice doesn't always mean safe. So, so, you know, well, so that's, that's a situation where you might find a lot of residents, you know, here in LA or elsewhere that they have these illegal ADUs or these, you know, these back houses that were not permitted. And now they go back to want to do construction. So they have to, then they're trying to reapply for the ADU permit. Yeah. And they might not get grandfathered in and they might might have to tear tear it down and then build a new one. They can be your best friends or your worst enemy. And if, and if they say tear it down, that's it, you know, (laughs) unless you want to go through an expensive legal battle, which I refuse to do, (laughs) tearing it down is your only option. And sometimes it's a less expensive option because it's cheaper to build new than it is to actually uh, renovate and fix. That's right. And so you will determine those costs. What I, I will determine all those costs. So, but it's, it's a very hot thing. And, and we get calls all the time about ADUs. It's, but when, when they get, you know, 400 square feet, we're talking what? $80,000. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. You're building it's a lot of money. So you're going to end up spending a hundred thousand dollars with the plans and the permits. So, you know, I certainly don't have a hundred thousand dollars to toss around lightly. So it's, and not to a lot of people, even people with money, they, they should, you should think carefully about where am I going to spend this hundred thousand dollars? Do I really want this? Do I really need this? What are my long-term goals? What are my short-term goals for my house? Do I want somebody living in my, on my property that I don't really know? We, we did one in Woodland Hills, Canoga Park rather, which is not far from Woodland Hills. And and she had a nice situation because her ADU was probably, she had a huge backyard and it was probably 20 yards away from the house, 20 yards or more. So there was a good separation and she knew her tenant. But if you don't know your tenant, you know, you, you know, that's another thing. Think about you're now going to become a landlord. Do you really want that responsibility? And then um, to the other end of it, which I find to be a dream, like a mother-in-law, but a mother-in-law is in your house, to have back house someplace when visitors come or yes. your mom visits, to to have a separate space can also be That's, such a 
a oh. mental health break oh, to have man. that separation. Absolutely. You know, that that's great. You know, that that's the preferred way I would do it if I had family coming in. But some people are using them also for this new thing. It's not new, but relatively new Airbnb. Right. And, and so I don't think you can legally, but a lot of people do. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing for the property owner because it increases the value of your property. That's what I was going to ask. So that is an investment strategy that it will increase the property value. It does also, it does raise your property taxes by how much I, I don't know because my property taxes are paid through my mortgage. So I don't remember what mine are, Okay, but it's, 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 you can't go wrong. You just have to. You have to have a plan before you go in. You have to know what you want it to look like, how much you're willing to spend. You certainly don't want to do a project and end up broke. You know, you're paying for the project, but you don't have any money to go anywhere and enjoy your life. So $80,000 could put a dent in someone's uh, lifestyle. Right. So the reality is, and I, I like that recommendation, is to have a plan for your ADU. and. Yeah. In that plan, what what you just taught us is it's not necessarily going to be in the the architectural rendering or the design because these are templates that the city can give. So you're going to save money on the architectural design unless you wanted to have a different design, right? That you have to then get permitted and do yourself. Well, I mean, you are free within limits, within certain guidelines to adjust some parts of those standard plans, but nothing that is structural. You know, if it's structural, then you're starting all over with a new plan. Okay. So, like so there example, is some leeway, but if it- Yeah. Like if you don't like the windows, if you don't like even the location of the windows, you can, you can make, they'll let you make changes to that. But in terms of just out and out changing the entire design of it, no, that's just a, that's a job for another architect. And and so, you know, the, the standard plan was put in because many people couldn't afford an architect because oh, architects see. are are, you know, they're professional people. Professional people deserve professional salaries and some people can't afford it. They don't factor that in. That's right. And so now with somebody looking to build an ADU and if they were to hire somebody like you, would you say that it would, you know, if they get the permit or they get the the template or this design from the city, they hire, they have to get a contractor like you on board. Well, it, it would, it would help if they get someone with experience. You can, you can pull the permits without a contractor, you know, you can do owner builder, but that to me is tantamount to a lawyer but what is the saying? A, a lawyer who represents himself in court <laughs> has a fool for a client. You know, you yeah, know. I'm just learning about that in real estate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. You, 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 the, the, the good thing about hiring people. OK, we know this going to cost. But the good thing about hiring someone who has real world knowledge of whatever it is you need, they can be objective. You know, they they can be at liberty to tell you this is not a good idea. This is a good idea. You know? Yeah. So so really. Yes, delegating the permits and getting all the building design and the project management on board, it would be 
really worth their while financially, almost ultimately. You're going to save yourself so much time, money, and stress. Yes. Because it's a lot of work. You know, I'm 99% of the time on chill mode. So, you know, I'm not going to let you stress me out. You just, no one, and I say no one has that ability. Just don't do that. Kevin, we all need more of that energy where, especially in the work you do, which can be so stressful and all the emergencies that you deal with in housing crises, remodels, engineering issues, and your temperament is so good with that. So I continually appreciate is This is, this comes from a desire to keep as few gray hairs out off of my head as possible, even though I generally keep my head bald, but it's just, you can't give people your lives like that because if you do, they're just going to run all over you and they don't even mean to. That's just That's how right. it is. That's right. So, so yes, so, the psychology of how to, and that's a whole nother podcast yeah. we'll get to so, even more is how we work professionally in the design world yes. under high stress, you know, building situations, but to kind of finalize on our podcast discussion on ADUs, this has been such a wealth of information, just you giving us the understanding of pulling the permit, what's legal, attached, unattached, Mm -hmm. the realistic costs that are involved and the pros and cons, you know, the pros of being a landlord, increasing value of property, but the, you know, as well as, you know, having what I look at in psychology is having this separate space to maintain boundaries with, you know, visitors, friends, and family. So there's so many variables to consider. And I so much appreciate you who are so knowledgeable about this, giving us all these great tips financially. And and let me just say one quick thing. There are many things that people hire me to do that could be DIY projects. And ADU is not. Get a professional and you'll you'll come to appreciate that decision very quickly. Okay, great. Well, that is a good note to end on. And one of our tips, you know, our psychotexture tips, ADUs are not DIY. That's a lot of acronyms. It is. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Kevin. Well, thank you for taking the time to share your projects with the exciting ludicrous and your expertise on ADUs more to continue. And always, you know, if, if you need any access to Kevin, you can email him at what is your contact information? Well, now I use a a different email address, but the other one is still active, but I use solo and S-O-L-O-A-N-D, solo and Jacobs, J-A-C-O-B-S, solo and Jacobs dad at gmail.com. Okay, great. Hope you guys all wrote that down. And uh, (laughs) we have some of the, you know, the information that we provide for our guests um, and listeners on the actual podcast description. So thank you, Kevin. I appreciate you. And I look forward to more exciting updates and you take care. God bless you. Thank you. I'll I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
is Psychotecture by Rachel Malvald with coaching, consultation, and psychotherapy offered virtually and in home throughout the Los Angeles greater area and nationally. We work to ease design challenges to create transformative habitats. Thank you, and we look forward to the next episode and your questions. If you're enjoying this Psychotech is in, please subscribe to my podcast, as well as follow me on social media at Rachel Malvald. And if you are a client, couple, or designer architect having a design challenge, please feel free to email me at my website, psychotecture.com, or rachel at psychotecture.com.